0: Voice of the Makers, where makers let their voices be heard, all while building our very own community. It is your podcast host, jewelry artist, and ultimate fly girl, Ginger. I'm so, so happy to have you back here listening to Voice of the Makers. Hello, fam. It's so good to be back with my mic, talking to my tribe, my fly girls. I needed that break. I tell you when you're feeling like everything isn't getting the attention that it deserves, you need to pull back. And that's what I did. And one great thing about the podcast is I had so much and I have so much great content out there that you all are still receiving and sharing. Well, I'm so blessed about that. It's important that no matter what time of the year, Or when you listen to it, that there's some vital things on there that can help you as a creative person to stay motivated or to challenge yourself to think, to process and to implement. So when you listen to Voice of the Makers, you know that you're not getting just some random podcast that's only talking about me and the things that I go through. It's sharing my journey and my story in hopes to help someone else leap over some of those things or even if you don't even if you experience something that's so so similar that you don't feel alone. And you know that you can come out on the other side. So I'm happy that when I decided to take this break, I could take it confidently knowing that you had something of substance to listen to and to share and to talk about. So that's amazing. But in my break, I was able to get some rest able to to spend a little more time with self care, you know, because even with that, I can admit I rush it, you know, oh, let me hurry up and work out. Let me hurry up and catch a shower. Let me hurry up and brush my teeth. Beep, stop, halt, all of that good stuff, because I got to take care of me. It's so important that I take care of me so I can take care of everyone around me. And I can take care of my Gemini Fly brand to the best of my ability. Other than that, I also was able to hang out with the fam, you know, me and hubby got a chance to catch up on some Netflix. Um, if you haven't seen nurse ratchet, I definitely recommend if you kind of into that horror suspense, American horror, horror story style, you would like it. Yeah. And I saw a few other documentaries because that's just my thing. I'm a documentary buff. My kids had birthdays, so my son turned three in September. My daughter recently turned 10, so we were able to celebrate their lives, quarantine style, of course, but nevertheless, it was so much fun, filled with love, a lot of food, a lot of laughs, so I was able to do that. Also, I was able to do some behind-the-scenes work. So as a maker, a lot of times when you're doing all of the things, you do need to pause and take time out to revamp uh, or establish different things. So uh, one thing that I did that I'll share was I changed my e-commerce. I had been looking into it for a while and kind of toying with it. And I was being lazy. Let me just be honest. I was being lazy and kind of cheap because I was in a situation where if it wasn't broken, why fix it? But after all these years, it was time to step my game up and to have a website that was more interactive, had more to offer and had just a better shopping experience because some of my fly girls have been down with me for years. I mean, since the beginning, since I was Zoe's Beauty Box. Yes, I had a brand called Zoe's Beauty Box. And so it was only right that I stepped my game up and created something that was going to be on another level. So that's what I would like to say. When you go to GeminiFly.com now, it's completely different. And uh, matter of fact, do it when you get a chance and let me know, you know, whether it's on the website, you can interact with me there. You can send me an email. Always, always slide into my DMs on Instagram. And let's talk about it because I am definitely proud of it. I'm not a website builder. So it took a little time to get used to the coding and things. And um, I'm always up for suggestions. And there's always room for improvement. So that's just a little bit of what I was doing in my uh, during my hiatus from the pod. But I'm back, like I said, and I'm back with a topic called growing organically. So this was something that I thought about before I took my break. And I really took a deep dive in. While I was working on other things, because um, again, it's important for me to be transparent. That's the way I connect with you all. Um, I know that I have fellow makers that listen to this podcast as well as my customers. And so, again, this is an extension of me in a verbal way that you don't get to experience on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You know? So, I'm so, so happy that you all tune in. Oh, and before we get into the podcast, thank you, because you all were still tuning in and listening and sharing the pod, even though I took a little break. And that means a lot to me. That means a lot. It shows that I have some substance out there in the airwaves. It shows that I'm connecting with you all and that you all are vibing with what I have to say. So without further ado, let's get into this pod. This episode is about growing organically and why it's so, so, so important to have a pure, honest tribe and following. You know, there are so many different ways you can grow out there on social media. You can grow organically or you can go another route. You can pay. You can pay to play, as they say. You can pay for followers. You can run ads on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and I'm not knocking any of that. And I can't sit here and say that I've never done any of that. I actually have. You can do follow for follows. People have bought followers, all of that jazz. Well, I'll let you in on what I believe works for me and the reason why I go the route that I go. So I have over 4,000 followers. To some people, A very small amount of people think that's a lot. And it is. I'm grateful because I feel like the followers that I have are genuine. I believe they are there really because they are excited about the brand and they rock with me. And that is all, that was actually more than I can ask for. Now, um, I will say that you can't get caught up in numbers because things change, people change. Sometimes uh, people will like a brand or a person for a season, and then they move on. You know, sometimes people get inspired enough to say, Hey, you know what, I think I'm going to start a jewelry line. And that's fine. There will always be someone out there that is inspired by you, and will be inspired to do something very similar to you too. I learned that. And I'm inspired the same way. I Let me put this disclaimer out. I'm not sitting here like I'm just never inspired by others. I'm always inspired by other people that's probably no that is the reason why i can be so consistent because i'm constantly looking at looking at other creatives i'm constantly being inspired by other creatives you know i'm a mom i'm a wife i do other things so sometimes especially with quarantine covid 19 running rampant i have to dig through social media and find my tribe, I have a tribe, I belong to people, because I'm a consumer too. So there are people that have things that inspire me and that I want to patronize and buy. So I can only speak from experience. So anyway, my philosophy on growing organically is to be appreciative of the steady growth, steady growth is great. It's better than no growth and slow growth. It's steady. That means that when you post, when you share, you get a couple of new followers, right? Now, there are things you can do out there to get you a lot of followers. And I mean, organically too. There's this tool that's available on Instagram called Reels. And you probably noticed it in your Explorer now I've toyed around with it and I can say that it is a bunch of fun, but I'm not sure if I can just hammer down and say this is something I'm going to jump on. But I'm not blind and I see that a lot of brands are using it as a marketing tool and it's awesome. If that is your platform of choice, use it by all means. I've, I've heard that some people have gone from growing to 2,000, 3,000, 5,000 followers at a time just because they're real popped up on an Explorer's page and people were like, "Oh, I think I'm gonna follow them. I think it's a great tool. And coming from a maker, even though I don't personally use it, I cannot sit here and say, don't use it. I say, if that is your personality, go for it. And I'll probably see it in my Explorer and go with it too. (laughs) Instagram story. That's where it is. People like stories. It's a way to connect. That's how they want to know you and know more about you. Here's the thing about stories. From a maker brand business standpoint, you have to be careful that when you're telling your story, it's authentic and it's interactive. I think people are kind of done with you just telling them everything to do and about you. People want to feel like they can relate. So if I had coffee this morning, maybe you had some coffee too. Maybe you had yours Black. Maybe I had mine with cream. But the connection is we both had coffee. Hey, maybe you want to talk about it. That could be something that you put in your story. Maybe you saw the, the latest series of Nurse Ratchet. And I saw it and I posted it. Now we have something to talk about. Maybe we talk about it a little bit in the DMs. Who knows? So make sure that you're doing more than just talking about yourself, big upping yourself, talking about sharing memes. Too many memes is not good. Too, too much of anything is never good. So be careful with that and show your face. Show who you are. Show yourself doing something. Because guess what? We are all good gurus and great at something. And I'll touch back on that in a moment. Hard work, communication, and quality products. When you are a brand, whether you're service or product-based, your hard work shows in the content that you share. So for me, if it's the jewelry that I'm posting, It shows the hard work in me making it or curating it, whatever the case may be on how I take the pictures. If I just took a regular fuzzy picture and you could barely make out what I posted, that doesn't show a lot of love. It doesn't show a lot of creativity. It shows desperation. I didn't put any thought into how I was gonna show you or expose you to what I wanted to present, the content in the way that I need to show it. I just put it out there. That's never good. Don't go with that. Throw that out the window. Communication. Okay, so you're selling a service. You're a brand strategist. You have to do more than just have all of your descriptions written out in your videos. Sometimes you have to dig a little deeper because people have questions. And no matter how many frequently asked question posts you make, somebody's always going to want a little bit more or they may you may have missed something. Okay, It's not the fact that they're needy. You may have missed something. That's a human thing. I've seen makers get upset about people asking about shipping and tracking and especially right now with COVID going on. I had very minimal issues with USPS shipping my products to my customers. But I will say about three weeks ago, there was a certain area of the world where something was going on with the postmaster and even though i had provided a tracking number i was in close communication with my customer i understood them as a consumer when they said ginger do you know where my purchase is i'm tracking it and there is no more information now even though technically Once you provide that tracking, it's now in the hands of whoever the provider of the delivery service is. To be a good brand and to have great customer service is to extend yourself. Put yourself in a situation and say, let me find some more information and get right back with you. And actually do that. I did it. I spoke to Postmasters. I emailed. I emailed the customer and USPS, because I wanted to make sure that I was in the know for my customer. I wanted to fight for my customer because I would want my darn product too. Where's my package? (laughs) But it all worked out. And I believe that each and every one of those customers felt as if I went over and beyond and I exceeded their expectations. Just those little things that I just mentioned. So always have great communication don't ever think that a question is too annoying or overbearing because someone is thinking enough for you and your brand to spend their hard-earned money with you. That is a blessing. Humble yourself. Quality product. Okay, so these phones and these cameras take some immaculate pictures. I mean, the picture could get all the way to the smallest pore in your face, on your face. But when you put all these filters and all these different things on that picture, sometimes it looks like you've been airbrushed. Don't do that with your product. You know, maybe sometimes you play along or play around with the lighting. But make sure that you try to have natural lighting and capture that product in its clarity as much as possible. Because you don't want your customer getting something that looks completely different from what they thought they were purchasing. If anything, you want it to look better. You see what I'm saying? So make sure that you're not fluffing things and that you're delivering quality products. You know, just be honest. Honesty is the best policy, especially when it comes to your tribe and your brand and your customers. It just is. Now, I will say this, slow growth can be very painful, I think I have and I am experiencing slow growth. I'm not quite sure. Sometimes I feel like maybe I'm focusing a little bit more on customer service and my products than I am on how to build my social media. You know, it's hard. It's hard. I'm not going to sit here and say it's easy. If you follow me on social media, you know that I am hitting it hard all the time like just the other day I had to say, look, I'm taking a break. Let the chips fall as they may as they may. And sometimes that works for me because people know that I'm consistent and they also know that I'm a human being and I'm a mother and I'm I'm a person. <laughs> and I have to sometimes take a break and get my head space together. Um and relax or just do something different. Yeah, do something different. So I have watched others come in lesser time than me and come on social media and just knock it out the park. I mean, they have the followers. They're doing the reels, they're using all the tools. They, they're making the sales, so it seems. And I'm sitting there like, what in the world am I doing? I've been in the game for a while. But two things there. First of all, it could be smoke and mirrors. It, you could not be seeing what you think you're seeing. And then on the other side of that, you could absolutely be seeing what you think you're seeing. Absolutely. Some people do all the research and all of the footwork and they have platforms prior to getting on social media. So you don't know the whole story. I've known some people that were successful at YouTube and Periscope. And so when they jumped into other social media avenues, they just blew up. And it wasn't because, well, maybe they're better than me. Maybe it's something that they're doing. They take better pictures than me. Maybe their content is better. All those things could be true. But who are you to judge about that? All you can do is kind of look and see what are they doing? Do a little research. And maybe you can even implement some of the things that are working for them into your brand and the way you market. So look at it as a learning experience as opposed to feeling bad or feeling defeated or feeling like, oh my gosh. You know, all of these ladies that make these clay earrings, I was making clay earrings back in 2013. Um, they're just blowing up, and they got all that from the ladies over in Australia, and now they're bringing it over to the U.S. And everybody's making clay earrings. That's dope. That's dope to me. I mean, they even have clay pieces at Michael's. Hint, hint. And hobby lobby but that's beyond the point the point is you don't know if a trend will stay around for a long time or if it will fizzle you just don't know and so therefore you admire from afar you compliment if you want you don't copy but you learn it's a learning experience so again I appreciate the slow growth because it allows me to focus on the people who really really appreciate the brand, the ones that are interested in Gemini Fly, the ones who want to know when the new collection is dropping and when other things will be replaced. They want to know when I'm having a sale, so they sign up to the newsletter. They want the podcast to keep going and other people to hear what I'm talking about, so they share it on their Instagram story. They leave a rating and review in Apple Podcasts and iTunes. Think about it. What people say about you means a lot and has a lot to do with your growth. So some of the adjectives um, that people give me are innovative, creative, talented, great customer service. And I am so humbled by these words of endearment that they use toward me. And I will say I'm fortunate and I'm quite sure some of you all hear the same things. But do you actually study what they say about you? Innovative. To me, that means that I'm always creating. I'm always topping myself for doing something that's above and different from the norm. So therefore, if more than one person is saying this, maybe that's something that other people recognize too. And it's something that I need to keep doing. Something that I need to stay consistent at. Creative. Again, it means that I'm pushing the envelope. I'm always doing something that sparks their interest, that makes them want to consume and share. So those are things that I need to, I wouldn't dare start being bland or start being a carbon copy because those are the things that my tribe are saying about me that I need to keep going. Talented, oh, thank you so much. The hugest compliment that you possibly can get as a maker. Very flattering. And it just means that they see something in you that is unique, that is distinguished, that when they see or hear your name, those, that word and those words stick out. Innovative, creative, talented, great customer service. By far my favorite one. Because I tell you, as the years go by and I get older in age, I'm starting to see a heavy decline In customer service people are very uh, a lot of people feel very entitled privileged if you will that you're supposed to pay them for whatever they put out and the customer service isn't required wrong 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 customer service goes further than your brand it goes further than your creativity it goes further than your bank account People will remember the experience they had when shopping with you. Remember that. So go over and beyond. Answer those questions. Send that little handwritten note. Give that coupon code. Make a little extra pair of earrings. Or, you know, if you make shirts, throw a pin in there or something like that. Do something so you will be remembered and you will stand out in the crowd of other makers that are doing similar things like you are growing organically and the algorithm. What an oxymoron like that's a hell of a combination you want to grow organically, but the algorithm is shooting you in the foot because Instagram is somewhat of a free platform. So it's Facebook, Twitter, Snapchat, all of those things, but they have to change things up because they make money and they make money off of us being on there and running ads and promoting and things of that nature. So don't think just because it's free that there won't be some type of trials and tribulations or obstacles that you need to figure out how to overcome. So one way to get over the algorithm is to find your niche. So we all have something that we're good at or that we're an expert at. It may be how you make your coffee or how you put your makeup on or how you put your head wrap on, how you style yourself, you'll get ready for me, get ready with me, if you will. So instead of trying to wonder how you can figure out something so extraordinary that will blow people's minds, there are people on Instagram that are watering their plants that are wiping their plant leaves with mayo to get a natural organic shine to them and blowing people's minds there are people that are taking pictures of their family putting it in frames and grouping them on their wall in a collage manner that deems them to be a interior designer come on now so that just tells me that you don't have to be extraordinary to have a niche you just have to be good at it an expert in something that you do that people just gravitate towards It could be how you stack the books up in your house. How you put organization into your pantry or your closet. Come on, think deeper, makers, on how you can beat this algorithm with simple tools, simple things that you do every day that you're passionate about. And you can include them in your stories. You can include them on your reels if you decide to do that, IGTV, the sky is the limit. Also, every now and again, I feel personally that you should do a followers check. So Instagram has this thing. And I've mentioned this before in previous episodes where they show you the accounts that you're least active with and the ones that you're most active with. So that has a lot to do with the algorithm too. So that means that some of the people that don't pay you any attention are taking up the space in your algorithm. So therefore, it's not being shown to the people that are actually paying you attention. That's why it's important to interact in the stories in the DMS, and also to get rid of those accounts that are bots that no longer exist. They haven't posted since girl 2015, <laughs> clear it out so that you can make room for your posts, your content to be seen. Well, again, these are just all tips that I followed. If you have more and I'm quite sure you do, slide in my DMS because that is a struggle for me. I'm not going to lie to make sure that all of the people that love Gemini fly brand and ginger are seeing my, my content. So if you have any suggestions, don't feel afraid. I'm an open book when it comes to improving myself. That's one of my strong suits. I'm never going to say, Oh, I know everything. I don't. I don't. And we're all on this thing called social media to learn how to improve and to be better. I would end this podcast by saying that anything organic is good for you. It's not forced. You didn't come off as pushy or, what is the word, dominating you, however many followers you have, those people were drawn to you for very different reasons, and you didn't spend one coin on them. Now, I did mention previously that I've ran ads on Facebook and Instagram. And while I say that, it did help my numbers go up I cannot sit here and say that those people magically are drawn to Gemini fly and that they support and they share and they even buy I can't say that so you want to be careful I would suggest if you do that try to keep it down to like have a budget so just say if your budget is $50 if you're going to use $50 a month to promote your brand whatever your brand or service is Make sure you take the time to have great content, have a call to action, figure out in your insight by turning your account to a business account or influencer or creative account so that you can see the age group, the gender, the location of where people are. So if everybody is down south that rock with you and your brand, You could market out west, but why would you put so much effort into out west when everybody that's paying attention to your brand is down south? If you're in Chicago and you have a fan base that's out in Texas, Arizona, Nevada, California, Washington State, I think you may want to market to that area. Not saying that you can't market to other areas. And if you get to the point where you say, hey, I want to try to step out of the box and do that, didn't do that. But it's nothing like sticking with what works. Now, you may disagree with me. You may say, hey, no, I'm trying to grow and leaps and bounds. I'm just saying a lot of times we miss the mark because we're shooting for everything else but what's in front of us. There's some, you know, you have all these hands saying, here I am, pick me. I like your post. I comment and we're ignoring them because we're like, yeah, I know you comment. You comment all the time, but I want somebody different. But if that person is commenting and liking and buying your posts, and you treat them well and with respect, I'm sure they'll tell more people. And that, my friend, is how you will organically grow and enhance your brand. That's all I got. So I hope that you enjoyed this podcast. I'm quite sure that you will let me know if you have any questions, suggestions, opinions. I'm open to them. Email me at GeminiFly at gmail.com. Slide into my DMs on Instagram. Pause, take a screenshot, upload it to your IG story and tag GeminiFly. So I know that you heard it. And if you have not, if you haven't, Go over to iTunes and leave a five-star rating and review. That helps out tremendously. It's free. You didn't have to even buy any jewelry, right? Right. So until next time, take care. Bye.